Department of the Dead contains graphic and explicit content that may not be appropriate for some listeners. Opinions and views do not reflect that of the Department of Defense. Listener discretion is advised. live we're doing it live hello welcome back to department of the dead my name's amanda and thought hello everyone we had a few technical difficulties so in hopes of making your listening experience better we upgraded to a website service called squadcast um do not no stop it sorry my cat no (laughs) one sec i'm gonna (laughs) ragnar's here Thirty seconds in. <laughs> I worry that if I put him outside, <laughs> he's really getting after it. Will you stop, please, sir, sir. I like it. He's a good little oh. co-host. <laughs> um, well, I'm gonna have to put him on the other side. One second. Stop it. You're good. Hey, hey! Stop! Apologies. I thought my cat would behave himself, but he did not. So anyway, so we've upgraded to a product service called Squadcast, where it takes our individual audio recordings and mashes it into uh, one recording thing on a cloud. It, It goes up in the cloud somewhere, but regardless, it's supposed to sound better instead of sounding like a recorded phone call as we had with Skype. Um, I had some issues just editing the audio as best I could to get that quality better, but this is the way that we're going. Um, If you want to support us, we also have a little link that we'll we'll put out if you want to like make a one-time donation. Service about twenty bucks a month, uh, which don't mind paying. But uh, if you like our show and you want it to continue to get better, uh, we will gladly accept donations. Please. Please. (laughs) for pegging you (laughs) well with uh that being said i'm going to a girl Mm. what are you what are you drinking (laughs) that's some raw vodka raw unfiltered vodka yep nice nice that burns i'm drinking wine tonight oh Oh, classy thought tonight wait 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 look i want to see the front of the bottle oh sorry Oh, that's pretty. Or I think this might be the front. Bound. Huh. I'm very bougie down here in my basement. Yeah, so cheers. Cheers. So today we're going to be talking about spooky barracks or military bases, uh, military housing. So anything spooky related to that. Um, I have never personally lived in the barracks. I know you haven't either, but... Like I, I know most of them are old. Like even where we were stationed last, mm-hmm. those barracks are fucking how old? They just started like uh, renovating them, and that's like that all over the all over the country. Uh, um, I will say Korea had because we had to stay at the in like the the bar- I'm calling them barracks with air quotations. Uh, it was like a one bedroom apartment, but yeah, I had my stalker there. That was that was fun. Nice. Yeah. I might be going there in a year, so we'll see. You'll be in the SLQ, so those are nice. Sick. Yeah. I I guess I didn't know how 
I guess I didn't know like the stories were like far and wide throughout, you know, the service and all the service members until as always referencing back to the, the ghost stories I took in like two years ago. And I got like a fuck ton of like spooky barrack stories from Fort Sill. Like we talked about last time. Yeah. There's a lot from Fort Sill. Yeah. Yeah. There, there really is. Uh, I went back through and we'll talk about them later, but the stories I'll read aren't, aren't like regurgitated. Nice. I don't know why, like why? So before I, Grant, like, why do you think military and, like, residual energy, paranormal kind of, like, come, like, mesh together? Um, I, so I, there's, uh, how do I put it? I want to say that when it comes to residual energy in the barracks, uh, could be, you know, somebody who was going through, like, a hard time. Not necessarily that they died, it's just, like, you know, when you go somewhere and just, like, everyone's, like, depressed (laughs) <laughs> or just sad I, that that's a bad way to say it but like no when, no when people are I, when, pe- yeah. when people are sad like it's kind of like the air kind of changes like that's when like when people when you walk into a funeral maybe you don't even really know the person but you can just like feel that energy around you and it just feels sad it could be just trapped energy from memories in that t- point in time still in that area um could also be somebody dying in the barracks is unfortunate as it is um that's not entirely uncommon with the military. Nope. Um, no, I, I I totally agree with you. Just like that ominous like feeling. Everyone in the military is depressed, like some type of level. Feeling some um, type of way. Yeah. And suicide is obviously at an all time high. And a lot of them are, you know, junior enlisted who live in the barracks. Yeah. Um kinda it seems like kind of whether it be war or peacetime, like death in some way kind of follows us around. Um, and even, you know, military housing too, like it doesn't, I don't think it matters where you live. It just seems like wherever we are really, whether we're killing ourselves or killing people, like there's, you know, dying kind of comes hand in hand. Yeah. That, whether it be a homicide, suicide, it could be you know, domestic violence. Um, could be someone who got sick, like maybe could have passed in the home, like, no, no violence. It's just like somebody died. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, I never experienced myself. Like, even when I stayed in the barracks, like briefly at AIT, and then my brief time in Korea, like nothing like felt like off-putting by any stretch of the imagination. But I do know that uh, one of the places within the footprint where I would do brigade staff duty, like here at JBLM, this uh, transportation company, their headquarters is uh, in old World War II barracks. Like they turned it into a battalion area and i was like kind of joking around with the staff duty nco and i was like oh did you know any any bumps in the night he's like man don't even don't start because yes there are bumps in the night you hear people walking upstairs and there's nobody here except for me like that security guard video we watched earlier oh oh, we'll have to link that that was that was freaky fuck that uh lizard king actually sent me that one that, yeah, the last, like, clip is pretty wild. I feel like the line are just getting more and more fucked up, like, on TikTok, you know? Yeah, there's no fucking, there's no filter anymore. I don't know, everyone's losing their goddamn mind. <laughs> However, Everyone's- not us, though, we're completely, we're completely normal. Yeah! Yeah, my, yeah. My- <laughs> we'll, we'll say that. <laughs> so, hauntings, we'll call them hauntings, or paranormal activity, or that residual energy, weird feeling. It's always in old homes. It's always in old barracks, old abandoned places, right? Not really in new homes, correct? 
unless it's built like, over like oh god but, but you always like hear those stories like building a new development over sacred land or something like that i think that's the only only stipulation as to a new building being haunted right and everything in the military is pretty fucking old like we're I guess we're trying to like ramp up, especially living conditions in the bees, only because people are bitching about it. But if it wasn't for that, everything's really fucking old. And with that is that residual, that old residual energy, the ominous feelings, the suicides where kids are killing themselves in the same buildings and they'll smear the blood off, they'll clean the blood off the wall and then private John moves in the next day, you know, uh, and then it's his problem. Yeah. Like he's none the wiser and he'll probably hear about it from his buddies like, oh, like, and then poor yeah. guys start seeing things. <laughs> Uh, so I did some reading today. Sip of the wine. Sorry, take my sip of my wine. So this is like a different take, but let me just ramble for a bit, all right? Okay. You can take another shot when you're ready. Yeah, we'll hold off for a So um, most of the creepy military sites are ones that are like victims of what's called BRAC, Base Realignment and Closure, B-R-A-C. BRAC basically took the system of army installations that had operated from the 1810s to the 1970s and reorganized it to more centrally locate large number of troops on bigger bases that were more integrated with local economies and large training areas. So it's still happening today. Like they're doing it in Guam right now. Like they're tearing down Guam. So, so Marines and Oki, 5,000 of them can move to move to start moving to Guam. And I'll, I might talk about that later, but I mean, they, you think about how many law, like we don't have that many bases, like active duty army bases in the States. Just a bunch of huge ones, you know, Hood, Bragg, you know, them all. Like all the so, South. yeah, right. So taking the little bases, making the bigger bases. So between 1988 and 2005, Bragg closed down 350 bases. However, even before that, military bases were very important. Eisenhower and Kennedy closed 547 bases between 1960 and 1964. So why does that background matter to spooky history? Well, the bases slated for closure were usually very old ones in locations that were strategic to conflicts with Native Americans like Fort Snelling in Minnesota and Fort Wayne, Michigan, Fort uh, Sheridan, Illinois, and uh, it's important to understand the culture of the frontier army. So it was literally the Wild West. It was brutal to both soldiers and Native Americans. Fort Wayne, Michigan is on a strategic site on the Detroit River, but rivers are also sacred to many tribes in the Great Plains and upper Midwest, such as uh, it was a burial ground, which the army, um, the center, uh, uh, fucked up. Fort Snelling, Minnesota was built a, at a confluence of the Minnesota and Mississippi rivers by Lieutenant Zebulon Pike. Fuck that's that up. fun, fun when you have to pronounce words, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, this is, this is hard. I don't like it. And Lieutenant Pike, in a notoriously bad land treaty with Dakota, in which they were robbed of what they believed was the origin of all people, basically the Dakota Garden of Gods, sorry, not Garden of Gods, Garden of Eden. Following the Dakota War of 1862, numerous Dakota fleeing who had not participated in the war, as well as some who had, were taken into army custody. Over the course of three weeks, a military commission tried 392 Dakota men for their participation in the war and sentenced 303 of them to death at Mankato and Fort Snelling. So with that, Fort Snelling developed a concentration camp for Dakota non-combatants. And out of the 1,600 imprisoned, between 130 and 300 died from disease, exposure, and starvation. So that didn't happen on every frontier post, but it's an example of the treatment that the incidents and brutality that defined the U.S. Army of on the frontier. The, the culture was uh, completely different. Yeah, I, no, so with fuck. I mean, like, this, I, I love researching, like, 
niche topics like this because I just feel like I learned so much about history that I we weren't taught in school you know that oh, we're yeah. just like briefly glossed over like oh yeah like that happened blah blah blah, blah. moving west no we're always the, we're the good guys in all the textbooks <laughs> yeah um, writing our own yeah, narrative. killing Native Americans and uh, owning slaves that that's about all that people know that we're bad at and they are bad I'm not saying they're not so even though Fort Snelling and Fort Wayne were closed by the Kennedy administration, they weren't fully abandoned. The National Guard and Reserve frequently occupied decommissioned federal land, depending on whether or not it was sold back to the state. And soldiers and visitors from Fort Snelling and Fort Wayne report feeling watched, ill, and uneasy close to burial grounds, most of which are unmarked. Oh, dude, what? <laughs> and nothing's changed, really, throughout, you know, where every base really is, is kind of dealing with that. And I'll get back to that with... Uh, the Guam shit going on, which is current. So the graves were unmarked. Boredom, disease, infighting, and brutal uh, discipline characterized soldiers on the frontier as well. In places like the gun tunnel at Fort Wayne or the guardhouse at Fort Sheridan, all are sites of hauntings, and they're just bored soldiers walking around, wandering around. So kind of like in that void, you just most, you know, the stories and videos you see, just that little foggy figure just floating around the fucking the library. Um, and if you guys ever want to just dive more into this, go on fucking Reddit, type in military haunting or army ghost, and you're going to love it. No, I just had this, this thing that came to my mind. It was about like ghosts wandering around, like in the military garb. I'm like, who's to say that they're not just wandering out, wandering around being vengeful. What if like in their ghostly realm, they're just shamming. Yeah. Like, you think there's like a ghost, like a ghost staff duty that they're just like, <laughs> like not going in they're not they're not being mean they're just doing their check just doing my checks i'm gonna go down to the cemetery and check <laughs> out <laughs> i'm gonna go scare the security guard we could write we could make a good movie i'm telling you it'd be We've we'll keep that in our back pocket ghost staff duty ghost staff duty we're, 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 we're the ones like freaked out about ghosts and like the staff duty areas. Like we're probably scaring the shit out of them. Yeah, right. It's like what the fuck oh, are these Jesus. guys doing here? <laughs> I've lived here for three hundred years. Get out. Listen here, whippersnapper. <laughs> you damn kids. <laughs> Continue. I killed myself just down the hall. You don't know how important this place is to me. Uh, all right. So last little blurb here. Have you ever been to an uh, abandoned military base or like a lot of bases now, especially if you go to Fort Sill, like if there's any fisters listening, like the a ALC, SLC kids, there's a bunch of buildings that are set for like demolition, like a bunch and they're old as dick. Um, and sorry. <laughs> and it's super fun that that's actually where our ALC is. It's in the soon to be demolized buildings. Condemned. Right. Like condemned buildings. Just because I hear that all cool. the time. But yeah. I like demolized. 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 Um, but exercise. if any of you guys, yeah, going back to last episode. Start my rap career. What? <laughs> what? What? That'll be next. We'll end every every podcast with a rap. This is how we like lose listeners. Yeah, just. <laughs> <laughs> just I'm just subscribing so like I don't do that. That they're definitely not going to pay to hear the unedited version then. Um. Fuck. Uh. Sorry. Do 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 do. So if any of you guys Google. Uh, abandoned like military base closures or brack hauntings. Um, that's where you'll find like your most haunted places. So like the older bases, like uh, especially like the Civil War time time frame, like mostly all on the East Coast, obviously. Uh, like in Savannah, they're up here at the base, but there's a huge one there. Like all the old Civil War places. Um, oh, uh, but the if you 
Is that yeah, Savannah? Yeah, Fort, Fort McAllister. Um, yeah, that that was it was kind of cool. If you're in the Savannah area and you have not been there yet, go to Fort McAllister. It's a good little day trip. You could take your 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 dad, who's like obsessed with Civil War shit. Civil War. My, my dad geeks the fuck out there, so this this fun. Dads, man. <laughs> so if you've ever been to an abandoned or like a haunted place, which I know we we both have and we love it, you'll feel like especially on abandoned bases because it's like familiar to us. Like that's our our realm. Like we we live and work there on base. Um, you'll feel like it's disconcerting and haunted just because, uh, it's like the memory of the place. So the sense that life used to go around there and that it doesn't anymore is kind of palpable, especially us being service members. Like think about like, close your eyes, right? And imagine, I don't know, what do you call it? You don't work in a cough. What do you, do you, we, we, we kind of work there together. Um, well, anyway. Yeah. Back, back in my like PL days. Yes. But now. No. Imagine like the day to day, right? You have your S shop down there. You kind of know the uh, the life of the building. Where at lunchtime we go to lunch and walk, and kind of like just like the traffic of the soldiers, and there's like a like a like a like an orchestra to it, right? Like a little fucking rhythm to it. And now that it's uh it's abandoned and like the daily life is gone, um, you kind of surround with silence and the emptiness of like the boarded up. Fuck, what fuck you laughing at? The boarded <laughs> up. Uh, <laughs> you're saying imagine okay so you're saying ima- imagine what it was like back in the day which you know like no just... Ima- imagine what it's like now for you okay right yeah anyone listening like in the military like imagine where you're working right now and tomorrow it's or like in the future it's fucking like it's abandoned and there's like that that feeling where you're kind of like <sighs> How do I explain this to you, Amanda? No, I was just just thinking (laughs) of the the generation now and, like, you know, decades and decades later when, you know, our place has become abandoned and, like, new people are there and, like, trying to, you know, life was once there. I'm just thinking of, like, the ghosts doing TikTok dances. (laughs) They probably will. I don't, like... (laughs) And I was talking about this, and I think we may have spoken about this, but like I was talking about this with Sheila, like obviously every ghost is mid-century, like gray, gray or white gown down to her ankles, right? Mm-hmm. Or a guy in a three-piece with a fucking, you know, fucking watch. What are they called? Pocket, Sorry, pocket watch. Pocket watch. <laughs> As I go to my pocket to like demonstrate it. A watch on a string. But like, there's no ghost wearing supreme shirts and flat brims. Oh my god. There's no. There's no. There's no ghosts. With saggy pants or sundresses, they're all just creepy old ghost babies or like old people. Yeah, why they just why so, is they dress so depressing too? Yeah, like they want to be scary. Yeah, like it's like they prepped for they were just like prepping for this moment. They're just like I don't have a chance to make it past forty. I'm gonna dress as creepy as I can. I'm gonna make this everybody else's problem. <laughs> Bastard! I died. <laughs> Timing of my death was not ideal, so now. <laughs> Sorry. In case you're wondering what it's um, like to have ADHD, this is exactly what it's like to have ADHD. <laughs> um, I need to shut the fuck up. I need a muzzle. <laughs> but yeah, so why is that? I don't fucking know. Are we going? Are they all going to heaven? The new people? Are they not going to like the void anymore? Or are we are we going straight to hell? That might act, mm, that might be it. Uh, I mean, there could be okay. So with those ghosts, like they're they're very confused, and that's usually 
why they, they tend to stay where they are because it's familiar, right? Well, maybe like with people in the future, like as, I mean, I don't know how many ghosts are going to see, but like, what if, what if their residual energy is going to be through digital footprints? You know, maybe that's what's fucking up our fucking internet connection is some ghost jacking with our shit. Just some ghosts in like Stop in it. the internet. Ghosts, ghosts are in the internet. You heard it here first. In the in the cloud. <laughs> in the cloud. <laughs> How uh, angelic. Oh, uh, perfect. Very very fitting. Thank you. So we got ghosts in the cloud that are not up to par with our. I don't know. Do they have? So like, <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna talk here. So you can be a ghost, right, and have your outfit that you probably died in, maybe your favorite outfit, I don't know. Can can we have phones? Like, why stop it with, like, garments, you know? Can I have technology? Well, I don't think it's going to work. But, like, can. hey, we saw the ghost of thought, and he was holding his phone on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> like he always did. That's where you're going to haunt the toilet. <laughs> you're looking at, like, photos of Harry Potter, like, moaning Myrtle, but it's just thought on Instagram on the toilet. Just- just making memes in the toilet. <laughs> we see him here every morning at six in the morning. We can't. We, we can't use the bathroom until seven. Well, I. That's when my legs. That's when my legs fall asleep. I think that that's a good question though, because asking the can we take our, the belongings that we wear? Well, ghosts like wearing their clothes that they felt tied to in their human body, and you know, you, you mentioned the pocket watch, like that ghost, like having its pocket watch as a piece of technology. I wouldn't say it's far off to have like a ghost phone. I would yeah. not. I'm. I'm just. I'm just saying. Like. No, I like why. Why wouldn't it? I don't know. There must be rules that we don't know about when you get to the afterlife. Yeah, I think that the rules are kind of changing too, because in Savannah, when we would do like the ghost tours and stuff like that, like that was, like my my phone would just it would fuck up all the time. I remember taking pictures at like one of the haunted locations, and like one of the one of the photos was just pure white like i was adjusting the the settings from side to side and nothing and um yeah i think that that's like a, a new new median that goes yeah. exploring it might be uh for lee but like what you just said about the the spectrum there's i think it's fort lee so fort lee you and I, I might be wrong it's definitely in virginia though so asterisk on fort lee but it was a battle site graveyard made it one half into the base, so the, the government bought this part of the property, and then National Parks owns the other half, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so where the fight fighting was, where the graveyard is, in that, the fighting part, there's, it's called the dead zone, I think. It's like a literal, a literal spot where, like, everyone's phones, like, just flat out, like, stop working. Mm-hmm. Um, ah, fuck, I wish I, I wish I knew more about that. But, yeah, Virginia, 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 and we'll get into VMI, it's pretty fucked. Like, there's a lot of a lot of shit going on there. It's like really the crossroads so, of like the founding slash like Civil War era kind of like. like it, there's it really a lot, is. A lot that of seems hub the, around there. Yeah. Civil War people seem to be the the largest like majority of ghosts. Well, it was like one of the bloodiest wars, so um, I could. Yeah, Gettys, Gettysburg. Yeah, but I can only imagine like you know as as we had pulled out of Afghanistan, just what that ghost activity would be there like aside from like the the local afghan lore like now are these farmers seeing american so like ghosts of american soldiers like great take we should go to afghanistan <laughs> we'll start, inter- we'll start interviewing Never been. don't really want to go <laughs> i'm a woman i would not fare well there <laughs> we'll start interviewing farmers and while we're there we'll look for the giant 
Okay. Okay. Um. Okay. I I think I could probably right. disguise myself as a boy, and then we'll go. Yeah, just cut your hair two inches shorter, and you're good. <laughs> My hair is. Uh, I look like a girl. I, people tell me all the time I look like a lesbian. When <laughs> <laughs> no, I've heard it, I've heard it. Like it's not like a coincidence. Like two people. No, like it's been a lot of people. Rosie O'Donnell. I look like a lesbian, and then Mel Gibson, or like the three. That's a spectrum there. <laughs> like like a young like a young Mel Gibson. Okay, but, actually, I can yeah. see that. I can see that. It's when I have like good sideburns, like I don't I don't know, but yeah, uh, the lesbian part. All right, we're off track. All right, Ro but <laughs> continue, Rosie. <laughs> All right, Rosie. Yeah. So with that, we'll go into the Civil War era ish, eighteen hundreds, which um, will bring us to. That decade when some of the biggest um, military academies stood up. So the oldest being West Point in 1802. Next is, and there might be some some uh, in between here, but these are like the most haunted, the, the more haunted ones. So West Point 1802, Norwich University in 1819, VMI in 1839, and the Citadel in 1842. And I know you didn't go to any of them, but they are old as fuck, obviously. And with that, and especially in the 1800s comes spooky ghosts. Yeah. And uh, some of them were built on or around uh, prior battlefields because they're all all on the East Coast. Um, and with each of them, I'm going to tell a little little story that I read, spooky story. Ooh. And one of them we're going to kind of tag along from last episode from West Point. And then I'm going I'm to dive deeper into the Norwich one, which uh, you and I are both tracking now. Yeah. Oh, just uh, real quick. Uh, clarification, we did get it wrong during the recording, but we corrected ourselves in the post. The sealed off room was at Norwich, not West Point. However, I am very curious to see and hear about the other West Point stories that you have. And you are making me want wine, like, really, really badly. She's empty. I got, I got some uh, pocket... Th I can't talk. It's it's the bottle with the A on it. Ah. Yeah. This, what is it? <laughs> yes. Scarlet letter. My bottle, has a, my bottle has a B on it. Or it's a three. I don't know. Uh, is it backwards for you? It looks like a B. Yo, the Snoop Dogg wine is. Have you had it yet? No, you told me to get yeah. it, and I, I didn't. It's the Cal Cali Red, and the rose is pretty good, but Cali Red. I just like making Snoop Dogg talk on my little, like, scanny thingy. The the app, right? I need to do that. I need to start drinking wine. I don't. Really, I don't really. I don't drink during the week, but Friday I might. And Sunday, the only time I do it's really with you. Yeah. So I will dive into West Point first being – no, fuck that. We're doing VMI first. So on Reddit, and Amanda, I'll text you this picture right now. Oh, yeah. Actually, you've, I'm waiting. you've already seen it. It's on my story, but – Wait, text it to me regardless. So I this picture – the memory of a goldfish. Just text it to me. Mine. Uh, goldfish, this picture, not a seagull. <laughs> they have a short memory too, though. <laughs> I, was, I, I accidentally – I just forgot. So – I, I was with my boyfriend at uh, the the org day, and we see like the NFL like cheerleaders and the mascot. They were there, and I'm looking at the the mascot. I'm like, oh my god, look, it's the Seattle Seagulls. And my boyfriend looks at me. He goes, Amanda, and I'm like, what? <laughs> the Seahawks. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, try it. Try again. Sports. Go. Go sports. <laughs> Seattle Seagulls. This one both teams have. Both teams to have fun. Seattle Seagulls, they just run around, like, screaming for the ball. Mine, mine, mine. Mine. I would do that if I played for them. 
minor league team. Yeah, it's like the Savannah Bananas version of. Did you go to a Bananas game? I did. Those are those are awesome, and those tickets are sold out. Like you have to be a season pass holder to get one of those. But if you're lucky and you know, yeah, cool, but... they're sick. Oh, they're so fun. And all right, so the picture I just sent you, okay. without context, and I'll read about it. Oh fuck! Oh oh. I so I the caption is, it's no, it it's on my story, but there wasn't a cat. I asked for for Barrick's oh, stories. Okay, yeah, I didn't see that little thing in the. Oh, that's creepy. This is on Reddit. It's you know backslash ghost. So Ghost Centennial in Virginia Military Institute Barracks, and the description, and this picture will be posted on our Instagram Department of the Dead. Uh, VMI was founded in 1839, when the college was established at the old Virginia State Arsenal in Lexington. The cadets took over the guarding the arsenal from the Virginia militia at the time, and they still stand uh, sentinel duty today. The barracks, which all cadets must live in during their time at VMI, was built around original arsenal in 1851. And in a National Historic Landmark, the barracks, which was partially destroyed in 1864 by Union troops during the Civil War, was undergone additions and small renovations over the years. But the original old barracks is still in use today. In fact, General Stonewall, Jackson's former classroom and office, also where his body laid in state after his death uh, during the Civil War, is actually a cadet room today. Wait, his body's in a building? Where he was killed. Oh, okay. <laughs> History, continue. We'll delete this out so we don't seem stupid. Yeah, he was killed in the building, <laughs> stupid. Or, like, beneath it, or, like, earth, and then, like, building we're built a building over oh okay yes yeah, so somebody's gonna be like let's say they're like well actually well it's actually a cadet room today story behind the picture one of my classmates took this random picture late one night in his room located in the quote old barracks at vmi it wasn't until months later that he actually looked at the picture and noticed the ghostly apparition Naturally, he showed the picture to many of us, which only confirmed what we already believed, is that VMI Barracks is haunted. It also may be useful stating that the purpose of validating this photograph and story, that VMI has one of the strictest honor codes in the United States, and that cadets are not allowed to lie for any reason. Okay? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, okay. Description. The figure appears to be wearing the uniform of a winter sentinel, which includes a gray wool overcoat complete with shoulder cape and white dress gloves. It looks like the head is wearing a winter cap and the hands even appear to be holding a rifle at a position of rest. I, so after years I, and I'm looking at it um, it's like the, the face. If you play with, so if you play with filters with this, you can kind of see things more clearly. Um, same, same with the Norwich doorway that's sealed off that you can't see. If you play with filters, you can see the outline of it. No. Um, oh, fuck. Okay, yeah. Yes, ma'am. So after four years living in the barracks of VMI, I'm convinced – this is the conclusion. I'm convinced that the place is haunted. Everyone I ever talked to about the topic of VMI seemed to have their own personal experiences that caused them to believe the same thing. Damn. Yeah, so that picture is pretty cool. Yeah, I could uh, – I don't know the height of this person. I see the white gloves. I see the face. You can see the shoulders. face, though? It looks like it looks like it's going like this, and it's like – Yeah, like – I think that's like the hat they're talking about. Like <laughs> – Sucker. I think it's the hat they're talking about. The um, gray wool overcoat, blue shoulder cape, white dress gloves, win uh, w wearing a winter cap. I think that's what we're seeing. Mm -hmm. 
It looks angled, though, kind of like a old paper boy. Yeah. On the side of the street, like one of the Irish cabbie hats. I'm, like, tilting my head to the side and, like, squinting. Yeah, kind of. But this picture, uh, this picture will be on, um... The Instagram. The Instagrams. Department of the Dead. <laughs> Department of the Dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything to add on to VMI, ma'am? Uh, first of all, don't call me that. <laughs> Manda. Manda, yes. Yeah, uh, fuck. Isn't VMI, is it a four-year college? Or is it two-year, like, kind of like a prep school? I can't remember. I, have to I think it's four. I think It's an institute. Okay, I'm thinking, oh, so it's not a, no, it's, I'm thinking of something else. It's not a university, so I don't know the... Like the degree. I don't know the difference. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's, there's like, um, fuck, what it, I can't remember what it, Valley Forge, that's, that's what it is, because that's a two-year college, uh, also a, an option for, for folks that want to do green to gold and whatnot, but I didn't fucking know this, when I was at Advanced Camp, or LDAC, or whatever the fuck they're calling it these days, there was a girl, like, in my platoon, and she was 18 years old, mind you, I'm, like, 20, I was, like, a junior in college going into my senior year. This girl was 18 years old, and I'm just like, how the fuck, why, why are you here? And she's like, well, my school is like a two-year program. Like, do you, our freshman year, we go to camp, and then we get commissioned, and then we have to finish our bachelor degree, and then we actually get to go to Bullock. I'm like, so you have an 18, 18, 18 years old. Did, was she at Valley Forge? Yes, she was at Valley Forge. She, she, she cried during her lane, which I'm just like, God, can you not do that, please? And then I... Valley Forge beautiful by the way the actual park or temporary base yeah it's fucking so it's so it's such a nice park huh. sorry go on oh no I, I was just saying like she she started crying during her lane and then i i was like trying to help her but she like snapped at me i'm like you know what fuck it i'm just gonna die and so i died but then i got to think i'm like this she's she's gonna be in charge of people one day <sighs> probably still Pro probably probably one of the one of the people that stays in for 20 years couldn't couldn't be me couldn't um be me. <laughs> Not us, right? No. <laughs> As I'm probably doing over 20 years. All right, so... Sergeant Major well, thought. <laughs> there's no chance I make it past E8. I'll die in E7, probably, realistically. Okay, the Citadel in 1842 was when it was first stood up. Also a spooky, spooky place. Citadel is in South Carolina. It's also a military college. So plenty of sightings there, as well as VMI. Like, there's too many, almost too many to like talk about mm -hmm. without this being another two-hour podcast. So I, I implore you to like Google or Reddit yourself because you'll have tons of fun. A big story at the Citadel again, 1842. So just uh, three years older than um, VMI is uh, one day, and I forget the year. Semi-recent, like the last ten years. People were, uh, sorry, they're in the specific barracks room. They were uh, hanging out. And at one point, a man in full Civil War garb, the, the hat, the hat, the, the fucking uniform, the gloves, uh, floated through their door, passed them out the back wall and disappeared. Obviously, they freaked the fuck out and they, they were like, get us out of here. We will not live here anymore. They're like, what are you talking about? That didn't happen. They're like, it did. We are not staying here. We need another place to live, another residence. So their company commander at the Citadel said, bullshit, I'm going to stay there for the night. 
So old boy stays there. Yeah, you have fun. He stays there for the night alone. And the next morning he came out and said, close up this door. Nobody's allowed to live here. And he didn't say what he experienced or anything, but he said, close up this door. No one's allowed to live here. The the students that were living there found different residents. Um, So it was closed for one year. And after that one year, they opened it and people were allowed to, to, to move in again. So there was talks about uh, priests coming in mm-hmm. and cleansing it and follow up. There has not been anything since then in that room, mm-hmm. but whatever those students experience, obviously authentic and the commander experience authentic Yeah. for him to be like, fuck this. You guys are going to live in a, an apartment. Yeah. Pretty, pretty crazy. Especially a commander. I'm wondering. I thought it was cool. He like, he lived there for a day, but well, was it like a cadet company commander or was it like an actual like captain? Cadet company. Oh, I don't do do. Uh, it wasn't fucking like a fake. Like, are they like student student company commanders? Yeah. Like when, when you're. No, it was it was it wasn't that. Oh, it was a real guy. It was okay. It was Captain X Y Z named and everything. Oh, so yeah, so like probably one of the cadre. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, one oh. of the one of the cadre. Shit. Okay. So. <laughs> um wild all right. <laughs> all, right, so, all right all right wait pause for like one minute i'm just gonna mark this and i'm gonna get a glass of wine because i really want a glass of wine now yes ma'am give me some too i'm all out <laughs> all right so he hasn't started like body slamming his body onto the door yet my cat sorry um so if you hear meowing and <laughs> sounds in the back that that's my cat no worries you eat a lot of animals that body flop apparently oh yeah oh this is this is the wine i was talking about this one the A. I can't say that. You say it. Apothic? Apothic, yes. And see my little wine stopper? Oh, that's sick. Thank you. All right. I don't need wine stoppers because I just drink it all the way through. Yeah, I typically, <laughs> I, I would say I used to be able to, like, finish a bottle of wine. Ah, so most of the time, I, like, I can, but, like, last night, I was just so fucking tired. I had, like, a glass while I was watching Kiki's delivery service, and then I was like, nah, I'm good. I'm good to go to bed. But look at this. I went out last night. For the first time in like five weeks. What? That's so cool. You got all the cool knickknacks. My boyfriend's mom got this for me. Isn't it cute? It's like that is cool. For the listeners, I have a wine glass. It's got skeleton hands like cupping it. So now it's like I'm holding someone's hand. That sounds great. Kind of sad. (laughs) (laughs) I miss my boyfriend. Kind of, kind of pathetic, (laughs) all right. (laughs) West Point University, or yeah, West Point, West, yeah, Uh, in New York. One of the oldest, 1802. So last time I talked about room 4714, where uh, one of the cadets woke up to the dude, and again the garb with like burning eyes, um, and then disappeared. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah. He he was seen again uh, at a library, but um, he was called the pusher. Oh, oh yeah, 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 the pusher. The pusher. Um, you want me to double tap that story? You can't. Uh, question: Can you hear my cat? Okay, good. Because he's meowing at the door. <laughs> All right, so I'll double tap the pusher real quick. So, uh, room 4714, which is very popular at West Point. If you Google room 4714, it comes up on Google. So, uh, the main story: uh, two cadets were sound asleep when a ghost soldier manifested in front of the younger cadet, and the soldier stared with menacing eyes made of light that stirred the cadet to consciousness. Upon waking, the cadet screamed, and the soldier immediately vanished. The cadet's roommate did not see anything, but said there was an otherworldly coldness in the room. He was described, the ghost was described as a middle-aged soldier, donning an antique uniform from the 1830s, a musket, chaco hat, and handlebar mustache. 
The ghost earned his name the Pusher because his ice-cold presence forced other victims to lay immobile until the pressure of his hazy, glowing physique disappeared. Hmm. Did you get that update? Uh, update. Putting squad shot together. Oh, Please wait yeah. for the result. Oh, okay. I got a screenshot. <laughs> okay. Sick. There's Rosie. <laughs> wait, how do I go back? I don't know. I'm afraid to push anything. You're doing it. Okay. Hold on. I'm going to do this real quick. <clears throat> Why do I look like that? Oh. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> look at me. <laughs> okay. I feel like we're always just judging each other in every photo. <laughs> really are. Okay. Oh, that was easy. Okay. So just. <laughs> did you do it? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to push the back button. I'm just going to take pictures on my phone from now on for the for the podcast. Are you back? Sorry about that. I won't do that again. No, it's fine. I literally have like a little like running list right now of like things I need to edit out, so we're good. Uh, what the fuck were we just talking about? Judging each other? All right, so yep. <laughs> um, the pusher, uh, he has been seen more than once, but the big one which is known as Quarters 100, which is around the same time frame. Um, so Quarters 100, Molly and Greer is what it's known as. I'm going to read through it here. Over 217 years have passed since West Point opened its doors as an Army Institute of Higher Learning, but the land hosts a complex history that comes with an abundance of stories. One can imagine that there are plenty of haunted areas on posts besides the barracks. So the superintendent's house is known as Quarters 100. For paranormal believers, it serves as a supernatural ho hotel given the variety of spirit personalities that come and go. Based on several reports, there are two uh, permanent ghost residents to this day. Former superintendent, Lieutenant General William A. Nolan, invited married clairvoyant Eric and Lorraine Warren to perform a psychic investigation and seance at the house in 1972. The wife... Can we pause, pause real quick for just for context for the listeners? Ed and Lorraine, if you've ever seen The Conjuring, that was those two. Yes. Very popular. Very popular. The wife revealed her uh, psychic impressions of those living in another dimension as she toured the rooms of Quarter 100. The superintendent noted detailed accounts of Warren's uh, psychic impressions that she picked up during the, her investigation. They include descriptions of the spirits and energy present in each room. He wrote down. He wrote them down in a memorandum to the librarian, requesting them to search West Point archives and find evidence that supported her claims. Warren described a woman who could be the ghost named Molly, an Irish cook who served. Oh, fuck. What the fuck is this a name? I was reading this earlier. All right. 5530. Okay. I'm just going to say Mr. Thayer is his name. Okay. Warren described a woman who could be the ghost named Molly, an Irish cook who served Mr. Thayer. She is known to rumple bed linens and knock wine bottles to the floor in the kitchen. She is not old, very domineering, athletically inclined, and really not a quiet lady. I get feeling of no man. If she had a husband, he was dominated while at home, Warren said. Fuck yeah, Molly. Get it, girl. Others who've worked at Quarters 100 have Molly. said that although mischievous, Molly does not mean any harm and is more playful than hurtful in nature. Another ghost that struck Warren with a strong psychic impression was an African-American man named Greer. She shared that Greer is the one responsible for moving objects throughout the home. One example is written in Knowlton's memorandum. When the former superintendent of the Coast Guard Academy and his wife stayed at the house as guests, they woke up early in the morning and found a wallet that belonged to another occupant in the home carefully placed between them in the bed. 
Warren described Greer as tall and slender in gray uniform, that he was an orderly, orderly to a superintendent and communicated that he carries a deep burden of guilt and sadness from committing murder. In the librarian's response to the superintendent's request for ver uh, verifiable information, archives were able to find documented evidence of several African-American men who came through West Point with Greer's name. One of the descriptions that potentially best fits the ghost Warner encountered was Lawrence Greer, a Buffalo soldier who turned out to be a criminal. General prisoner Lawrence Greer was definitely black, formerly a private of Charlie Troop 9th Cavalry. He escaped from confinement at Fort Leavenworth in June 1931 and was apprehended the following April near Albany, New York. He was brought to West Point and court-martialed for his escape and subsequent uh, desertion. That was said from uh, USMA archives. He was found guilty, and he was sentenced to two and a half years of hard labor. However, the sentence was disapproved by command of Major General Connor because the prisoner was judged insane at the time of trial. We have no record of what happened to Private Greer after these events. The librarian seemed motivated, but she said most of Warren's descriptions will require an extensive search of reminiscence from past superintendents, which are not part of the archives holdings. So... Yeah, that seems like a spot-on description of the man, especially if he's a criminal. I wonder how he how he passed. He, yeah, but just, like, I think the reason she was able to pick up on him is just because, like, she said that he was harboring that guilt. And as we had touched on, we're going to have to do, like, a little segment in one of our episodes talking about residual energy, uh, just in case people haven't, you know, Googled it. You know, guilt guilt is a really strong, strong human emotion. It, it literally can, depending on the severity of it, can riddle, can just, like, eat somebody alive. So. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's fucking sweet that, you know, the Warrens were involved. Huge names. It's fucking... Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's like, that... Okay, so to, to put that into perspective, that's like with Father Martin from the last episode that we had talked about, that, that amount of influence when it came to, like, the paranormal community... Like, that was the Warrens, you know? Like, same thing. Exorcism, Father Martin. Or the Exorcist, sorry, and Father Martin. And then uh, The Conjuring, Annabelle. I think they had Annabelle at one point in their paranormal museum, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, they, they, yeah, they were involved with her. Yeah. Oh, dude, you know what? Oh, it's not military-related, but goddamn, I want to talk about the Crone of the Catskills. Catskills, New York? Yeah. Like we'll we'll get to that in another episode, but fuck that is that that'll be like a little side quest. We'll we'll, we'll have like a side quest episode, but like fuck that is so fucking creepy, and I want to read. I, I I if you haven't heard of it, don't Google it, and I'll talk about it at an, another episode. We'll just announce. Capsules it. are beautiful. First number one, number two. If yeah. you Google West Point Association of Graduates and the ghosts of West Point, there's a picture of uh, Miss Warren speaking to uh, the superintendent and his and his wife. I'll, I'll send it to you right now. All right. Uh, so moving on to Norwich. Woo! So this will be the capstone of the, and I'm not saying it's better than everyone else. I find it for me, uh, selfishly, like the most interesting um, because. Creme de la creme. Creme de la creme. Because of like the story I received when I did my spooky stories years ago. And to double tap. You make it sound like you're so old. You're not old. I am. It was. 86 years ago. I aged seven years every minute. <laughs> You're not a dog. 
military for the enlisted i'm asian dog ears when i grow my beard during leave it's gray here now and it's fucking terrifying i have my hair still long and nice but in here it's gray Ugh, i hate it do you ever play that game where it's uh is it hair gel or is it a gray hair no i don't want to i played that game and i didn't like that game and i stopped wearing hair gel and then i was like oh fuck well that is just gray hair i'm probably gonna be a ghost just warning y'all i'm not so I, you can I just, like, real quick, I fucking hate middle age. I, I hate it. Because I still have, like, my teenage, like, sometimes I'll get, like, acne. I'll get pimples. I'll get breakouts and whatever. And then I've got gray hair. Like, I can't win. I can't win. And I hate it so much. You're in your 20s, so don't fucking say mid-age. I'm almost 30. But like, you're in your 30. 20s, so fuck off. I'm 31 going have- on 60, all right? I don't want to hear it. I, I agree, though, that the military ages you, like, 10 years. Dog years, dude. I'm telling you. It sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Norwich University came on the radar when we did our spooky stories years ago. And the story of the uh, cadet walking past uh, open barracks room, and he saw a student in there um, looking in the mirror and putting a coat a coat wire around his neck to kill himself. And he intervened, stopped him, and said, what are you doing? He said, the eyes in the room told me to, to do it. And then the, the comment followed on with, uh, since then, the room's been boarded up, pasted over. It doesn't fucking exist, essentially. And I was like, holy shit, that's sweet. You and I both love that. Talked about it again a podcast or two ago. And then they corrected us, saying it, was, it wasn't it was West Point. It was VMI. Sorry, correct. Sorry, Norwich. And... I said I need to find more information on it. You really wanted a picture, and so did I. Yeah. Then, was it uh, Nor- Norwich Underground sent us the the picture real quick? And I'm I'm so sorry. I'm not trying to like prolong this, but I just have like so many things. I'm just like ah, that reminds me. When a tragedy like that happens, and then for a university, just like kind of gloss, I would say like gloss over it, but like they literally sealed off the room. It's basically like nothing. It doesn't exist, but like I'm assuming the faculty doesn't really talk about it. It's just creepy, and then I this this makes me think about when I was in school and we had. Do, do you ever remember? It was like in 2014. I, I don't know what what you were doing in 2014. Um, <laughs> okay, um, but in 2014, no, 2013, no, it was 2014. We had a school shooting when I was uh, at Purdue, and I was in the gym locker room, and I was getting ready to go do my clinical hours uh, at an off off-campus rotation and we got like a mass alert like they came over the intercom like there's been a shooter in the area there's possibly another shooter long story short what happened was it was like two tas they were like one ta was like really really good at his work and the other one wasn't as good but like was and no one really knows what the motive was entirely to the truth what ended up happening was the good ta i'm gonna call him the good ta he was teaching at the electrical engineering building and the killer uh, his name was Cody Cousins, comes in and shoots him point blank and stabs him 19 times. Nice. Just, it, it was absolutely, I, I can't, I, I can't imagine being a student in that room, watching all of that go down. So long story short, like obviously the guy was caught, blah, 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 blah. Like guy ends up like killing himself in jail. Like, oh no. Just, it, it, yeah. Oh no. But it, it was, it was just so it was so fucked up and it was really fucked up. Like 
when we were waiting for the go the go ahead to go back to if it was clear and safe they're like oh well this side of campus isn't safe but this side of campus is so if you're on this side of campus you can go back to class and i'm just like what the fuck um they ended up canceling class like the rest of the day and then like the next day after the student body was like this is fucked up but point to the story is i just i'm, I'm curious if that room at purdue is still in use it's worth a google like, yeah or i mean you alum i mean the alumni association you could probably figure that out if you go through that channel yeah i it, it was just it was so jarring you know and i i will say one one other like real quick tangent like runoff here like i remember the the year prior when i was a sophomore and my roommate and i we lived in this apartment complex and we went home for easter weekend and our neighbor below us like killed himself like directly below us like took a shotgun and like killed himself and we came back and like they were moving out like we came back after easter weekend and they were all like moving out like we didn't really know what was going on until like a month later and then we found out that like somebody committed suicide in our building like it's just everything like that just like makes me just like oh you know and just just at least with that with the with the norwich story like they sealed it off they're like you know what we're not gonna make anybody else live here we're gonna at the time acknowledge what happened but we're not gonna pretend like that didn't happen yeah to an extent and make somebody else live there so we're just gonna seal it off no no one else is gonna live there yeah so. i mean it's it's a way to deal with it i'm not saying it's the way to deal with it but it's I don't know. Pretty weird. Yeah. Um, so a little bit more. So this again, Norwich University or Norwich Underground uh, from Instagram messaged me. Did he message you too? And he sent yeah. he or she sent us some good information. Uh, one, a solid picture of the door that's no longer there, and two, a blurb. So he said around Halloween time, they take pride in like the ghost stories of of uh, Norwich. So they're not like hiding. They're not ashamed of it or anything. So they they could kind of get it get excited. So this is from boiseghost.org slash resources. And this is from Norwich Underground. So like I said, the university is founded in 1819 and it now runs as a military academy. The campus reportedly has multiple paranormal active hotspots and is said to be haunted by two students who allegedly died here. The students were two brothers who attended here and agreed to a death pact. The pair committed suicide, one hanging himself and the other shooting himself through the head. What could have caused such desperate measures? All we know is that their spirits may be forever tied here residually. Students have shockingly witnessed these brothers physically manifest by way of full spectrum apparitions in the alumni hall, which is where they killed themselves in the basement of alumni hall. Those who live at the residence halls will frequently report feeling extremely unwell with raging headaches, sudden nausea, and even difficulty breathing. Could this disturbing phenomena be a resurgence of the self-inflicted pain experienced by the brothers imminent to their death? Are these brothers attempting to infiltrate our realm? Faculty have witnessed an apparition of demonic-looking male entity who appears to, to stand at the chaplain hall as if guarding the room. When the chapel was originally used as a library, books would be seen literally flying from the shelves. Could this entity somehow be uh, repressing the brother spirits here? Are these brothers looking for an escape? However, these aren't the only ghosts believed to haunt the university. On foggy nights, the usually usually before outdoor sports games take place, a ghostly woman has been seen running across sports fields, disappearing into thin air. After the suicides in the room, okay, timeline here. Wait, like separate room from the one that's been sealed off, like a different different room. 
I want to get it right. What was said to me in the message a while ago was that it was the brother of the brother who killed himself. So he was put in the same room as his brother mm-hmm. that killed himself. And this kid tried killing himself with a wire hanger. Oh, but so he, what about the, what but the he, one with the, the gunshot? So brother one killed himself with a gun. Oh, oh my God. I'm an idiot. I thought he was like strangled himself. Okay. Well, brother, t- brother two tried hanging himself. Okay. But, now, so now I don't, I'm me. confused between, they both died, but in the DM I received two years ago, yeah, one of them didn't. the guy intervened. So I don't know if it was like, boom, one dead, boom, two dead. Number three is a random kid in the room who said he saw eyes in the mirror telling him to do it. Do you want, like, I don't want to lie, but I think it kind of makes sense. Like, the two brothers kill themselves. A third, like, a third, like, random. A third rando moves in. Hey, the mirror's telling me to kill myself. He tries it. They board it up after. I, so I, I would like to get clarity, like, on whoever can, like, vouch for the story with, like, facts, you know? Regardless, regardless, whatever happened, that room has been sealed up. Yeah. And you can see it. So it's like, what story is it? Not saying something horrible and tragic didn't happen. It's like, but you know, that that's so, so is grisly murders and suicides. It's like, sure. it's not something that's really talked about or even like, it, and, okay. So this, this is the thing that I have to say, like when, whenever I see somebody that I went to high school with that ends up passing away, I'm like, I wonder how they died. And I, I it's a horrible, like kind of morbidly curious thing that I have, but I'm like, but it doesn't, it never tells you like how they died. I wish that obituary is like, no, I don't wish, but like, I kind of, kind of want to know how they died, you know? Well, yeah, I mean. But obituaries, obituaries never tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I sound like a really fucked up person when I say that. I demand more information. <laughs> well, especially when like, we're young, you know? Yeah, it's, I think it's, it's, it's the mortality thing. It, be, being our age, it's like, we, we know, at least now, as opposed to like when you're younger, like in high school, your early twenties, like you think you're invincible and then shit happens. You're just like, yeah. So. All right. I'm going to backtrack a little bit. Okay. Okay. But real, this is going to be a really good fucking episode. I like, I like this one a lot. I'm having fun. Yeah. I, I, I like, I like it too. Cause I'm actually like involved. Cause normally you do everything and I'm just kind of an idiot sitting here. Like, so oh, I love the notes. <laughs> I love the notes. Um, <laughs> Hold on. Still, so what? Do you, what? How should I cover that part between the three people? I think we'll we'll ask for clarification. Yeah, I think asking for clarification on like what if somebody knows like for a fact what happened, then please let us know because I don't want to I don't want to infer on what happened to somebody or what didn't happen to somebody based on rumors. Yeah, I would prefer that like we. We knew and we could like tell people who are listening who enjoy this kind of genre of us bullshitting, um, honestly. Yeah, I got you. But yeah, it's it's a genuine curiosity, but I also want to like do this respectfully. For sure. Otherwise we're haunted next. I'm I'm already haunted. Like it's it's a done deal for me. I've I've already accepted my fate. <laughs> the second brother kills himself by hanging, right? Um, something that Amanda and I need some clarification on and that we're both curious about is the DM I received, uh, how one student tried hanging himself in the same room 
as the brothers uh, was intervened. I believe he ended up surviving. And the brother said the the eyes in the mirror told him to do it. Excuse me, not the brother. The mm. cadet said the eyes in the mirror told me to do it. Told him. And yeah. shortly after, the room was sealed up. So something a man and I are going to, we'll call an RFI. We're going to request that information, and we'll get back to you on that. But, you know, three three people involved here that all tried killing. Two of the three killed themselves, and the third one we're going to follow up on. But all we do know for sure is the room was boarded up, sealed up, and we'll send the picture on Instagram. But if you've ever been in a hotel before and how the rooms are evenly spaced, you know, to your right and left, in this uh, specific in the basement of Alumni Hall in Norwich University, the room, there's an obvious where a door should be is sealed up. You want to say something? I, I do. I'm curious about the people who live to the, to the left and the right of that room. Yeah. They anything. Ghosts go through walls, man. Obviously, they walk through them. <laughs> They'd be like, bitch, this fuck nothing. Yeah, who, you bo- who, you boarding- <laughs> who are you boarding this up for? You keep it, you're not going to keep me in here. So the picture, you can't see the door because it's boarded up, painted over, bricked up, whatever the fuck. Uh, So you'll see a door in the background, which is to the left of it, if you're looking at it. Mm -hmm. At the same height of the top of the door that's to the left of it, you can see the top, like, little fringe area where the boarded up door is, where it was. Uh, There's a fire alarm above it. And I was playing around filters through some of my apps where you can kind of play around with it and kind of see, like, the silhouette of said door. I'm, I'm going to have to do that. Yeah, it, the, it's not perfect, but, like, you can you can see it. Uh, it's there. And when we post it, I'll do it, too. I'll post you the one I, I filtered so you can kind of play around with it. You know how, like, the, the duct systems are, like, interconnected? Yes. I'm wondering if the person to the, like, the people who live in the dorm rooms to the left and the right can, like, get one of those, like, snake... What do they call it? They, they use it for the the, 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 the the thing that goes up your butt when they have to, like, look in your colon. Um, the little cameras. You know, the little snake cameras. Yeah, like, yeah, a little snake camera. Like, a little, a little butt camera and put it in the- <laughs> <laughs> We need a butt camera for my HVAC. <laughs> butt cameras Amazon. aside, do you have anything to add to Norwich before I read a uh, story submitted to me? Yeah, order a butt camera on Amazon. Promo code Department of the Dead. Just kidding, that doesn't exist. <laughs> That'd be a long ass buck camera to get through your room to the next one. What is this? A butt camera from Nephilim? <laughs> it's a Nephilim giant buck camera. Nephilim, a Nephilim butt camera. <laughs> <sighs> I wonder what it's so like so going like the room's probably so I don't know, like if you went in that room, like, what would it be like? Cold and quiet, spooky? Like, are they just vibing in there, the ghosts? There's so many questions. Like, I kicked in the wall, you walk in there, it'd probably be very, I assume, like, very ominous, like, cold and, like, holy shit, I feel crazy right now. I I think about, you know, the the, perme- the permeates of ghosts and, like, what they're able to, like, go, you know, obviously go, go through walls. Like, what what is it that's containing that that room it could be that remember when we we were told that like a priest came to bless the room maybe during that blessing that priest like contained whatever energy was in there to that room building like a a, 
they they put salt around it, like a, a little sea bear trap or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. Forgot about the sea bear. <laughs> sea bears. <laughs> it, all, it all circles back. I can't wait for that hamster story. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, it's... <laughs> all right. Let me, let me go through these barrack stories, all right? Okay, ready? So this one isn't barracks related or base related, but I think it's super, I love this story. I've, I've screenshot it like 50 times. So a chief uh, a while back on the USS Enterprise in the early 2000s, one of his stories uh, that really bothered him while he was on watch, he went to the back of the ship to, for a smoke break at two in the morning, and he saw another person there pacing back and forth in dungarees, which they don't wear anymore. Uh, the Navy already phased that out. So as he approached lighting a cigarette, he couldn't make out a face. And the only thing that the person said was, don't tell anyone. And it jumped, disappearing into thin air before it fully over the rails. And that, uh, it's not uh, related, but holy shit, that always is like, that always gets me like, oh, fuck. Just like seeing it like a, doing like a little Don't tell anyone. anyone. Oh. Ever seen the Titanic? fucker all right so we're in and there's pictures to this too we're in poland at an old soviet base that went and uh, to check out the old barracks when we went in the creepy downstairs and my buddy pulled off a piece of plywood that we found to a secret room and we walked oh, in oh, yeah nothing can go wrong right? oh no i i i hate that's like my worst fear is like a secret room that someone's been living in. And we walked in while we sat out and watched. All of a sudden, uh, my friend turned around and he was holding his throat like he couldn't breathe. He was gasping for air like crazy. And we pulled him out and he told him somebody was choking him. And there was uh, marks around his throat too. Don't fuck with Russia, man. Russian ghosts, anyways. The people seem easy enough. Um, <laughs> all right, so this is at the Dakota Club. I don't know where it is. It's like an old officer. Uh... Me. You, you read the story. I'll do a quick Google search. All right. Dakota Club. There's a known lady there called the Lady in Red. One night I was closing. Oh, it's in Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Okay. Dakota Club in Minneapolis. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I think it actually Fort Ellsworth. All right. We'll go with it. Fort Ellsworth. One night, I was closing with one of the bartenders. I heard the most blood-curdling scream my virgin ears had ever heard from the main event room that took use for promotion, ceremonies, dining, inns, and such. So, like, the main the main hall at this place. Okay. All the lights were off, and I walk over from the bar area to investigate. In the far corner, I see a figure with long, curly hair in a red dress. After my first encounter with the officer ghost, a few weeks before, i just get the hell out of there. I left for basic five weeks later. So the officer he's referring to is this one. It's called the officer at the same place, the Dakota Club. So the officer likes to hang out at the officer's bar side near the bathrooms. One day while the same bartender was closing, he heard the balls on the pool table rack from the kitchen. Uh, it had to be, so it was loud as hell, he said. Uh, he went to see what had happened. And as I turned the corner, I was face to face what I immediately recognized as a Cold War era pilot. His skin was white as paper, and once he blinked, he disappeared. And I apologize, mm -hmm. they were out of order. That was kind of trash, but anybody at Fort Ellsworth, Dakota? Fort Ellsworth is it's an Air Force base. Um, Makes sense for the pilot. Yeah, in the Cold War era. I'm, I'm just thinking like Top Gun and shit. Um, South Dakota. South Dakota? Mm -hmm. All right, sweet. All right, yeah. that checks out. 
You're welcome. Good job, Google and Amanda. Thank you. Thank you. So the uh, next story, security forces and I post the Navy Yard while I was there in 2017. One of my buddies and I were talking to one of the actual base police at 202 when we hear a female scream bloody murder from down the road where all the admirals live. And we went down there with all of our flashlights and shit to see what was going on. We call it up and another one of the guys tell us that he had heard the same thing a while ago at probably the same time. A few days later, I read about how some officer had raped and murdered his wife in the street back in the late 1800s. And ever since, uh, people have heard that at 02 in the same area. Also in front of the CNO's house in the section of the metal fencing that is different from the rest of them, there's no spikes on them, he said. Apparently, one of the CNO's daughters had committed suicide by jumping out of the window onto the fence. And I swear to God, I would see a figure walking to and from the window constantly every night I was at that post. Sheesh. Oof. Oh, God. The goosebumps. Oh. oh, the fence. Oh, my God. The fence. And they oh, took God. the spikes off it. Oh, that's like some exorcism shit. Like, For real. Ugh. Next one. I was in the barracks. Keep going. <laughs> keep going. I'm good. <laughs> Just keep going. I was in the barracks on Knob, Norfolk, waiting to go to search and rescue school in the summer of 2017. Basically, all to do was show up to this unit and that did the assessments, check in with the AWs, who did the assessments and go train. At the barracks rooms at the time uh, where you would go where by you and your roommate's desk drawer thing you were. And it was basically one big room with common area that had the bathroom and fridge and sink. My roommate was an E6 who was in the process of separating and he'd typically go home every weekend to see his family in Northern Virginia. The point I'm trying to make is that this particular morning I had my entire room to myself. So I'm getting ready for the day and as I'm shaving, I look in the mirror and behind me is this unnaturally pale man, probably six feet tall, just watching me. When I turn around, he was gone. I never saw him again, but I got that creepy feeling in my room the rest of the time I was there. Mm. Fuck that. The, the pasty skin shit, I hate that. This one, I really love, and I, I've always liked it since I got it. It's not creepy. It's kind of like sentimental. I don't know. It's cute. It's Casper status. This submission said, I've always been a huge, big collector of military historical items. My grandfather was a three-war veteran and died of lung cancer before I was born. He had started smoking during World War II and never quit. boy. Yeah. My dad gave uh, me my grandfather's jump wings, and I cherished them. During a move, they got misplaced, and I spent years looking for them, eventually giving up. A few years went by, and I enlisted, and about a week before I left for boot camp, I woke up at 3 in the morning to the overwhelming smell of stale cigarette smoke coming from my bathroom. Um, I had never smoked and neither did anyone in that house. I opened the door and sitting right on the counter was the jump wings that he lost the years prior. Sitting in plain sight in a spot I walked by several times a day and the smell went away instantly. The wings were still there the next day. That one gets me going. Sheesh. Mm. It's like, here, here are my jump wings. Don't forget about me. And I'm just like, okay. Don't lose the shit, Buster. I, I got... I got you, Grandpapa. Grandpapa. So my own personal story, which I forgot about, I didn't see. I didn't see the person. Um, but he's well known, and he has a name, like a normal white guy name. It's like Bobby or Jimmy or Johnny or Stevie or some shit. Fort Jackson, uh, where I went to basic training, when we still wore our gray PTs. Oh my god. Yeah, the sexy grays. The uh, one of the you see all all the sweat stains. Yeah. One of the privates killed himself in my stairwell. In yours? Well, the stairwell, not during my class. Oh, 
the stairwell okay, that right. we that we lived in, but not during my clearance. Okay. So he did it with um, uh, like bed linen, like r- around his throat, jumped off the third story, broke his neck, hung himself. Mm. So Bobby, Stevie, Johnny, Jimmy, whatever the fuck his name is, has been seen running around the area in gray PT still. Someone in my class saw him out the window, like running across like the rubber, like the tire pits, and disappeared. That's my my own personal story that I didn't personally see, but the, all the drill sergeants knew about him. They're like, oh, that's Jimmy, Johnny, Stevie, Brian, whatever the fuck. So just perpetually working out. This is like a horrible time to spend in limo, limbo. You're just working out. Must get fit in. Gotta be strong. Strongest ghost ever. That sounds horrible. No. I'd be the laziest ghost ever. Yeah, I'm just trying to chill, man. You're on the toilet. I'm... <laughs> What am I doing? I'm probably like petting cats. Like that's why your cat. Like when I after I die, like that's why your cat's like freaking the fuck out. It's like, oh, the cat lady. She's here. The cat lady came back. All right. I'm haunting your cats. That that's what. Guess what time? I'm worried about you. (laughs) Guess what time it is? Uh, what time? Hamster time. (gasps) So this was sent to me by our very own Tales of the Grid Square. Oh. Did he send it to you too? No? Tails. No, right. he never sent me this. All right. So we, Sock it to me. These are little like sections, right? So <laughs> the thread is my hamster just died. And this okay. is like his little sections. Drunk as fuck. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm centering myself. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> Oops. Don't fall. All right. My hamster just died. Drunk as fuck. Painstakingly make a vest for hamster. String tied to vest. Other end tied to blade of ceiling fan. Didn't measure, didn't measure string right. Turn on fan. Hamster slams into wall at mock speed so fast that the drywall cracked. In my <laughs> drunk brain, <laughs> I was supposed to be. <laughs> in my drunk brain, it was supposed to be a carnival type ride for him. Good night, sweet prince. <laughs> <laughs> That's, so... <laughs> That's so fucked up. That's like. No, no, this this hamster didn't die out of its own stupidity. It died because this asshole didn't measure, didn't do math. Okay. We are the problem. This hamster didn't kill himself. We killed it. Yeah, this hamster was innocent. Rest in peace, sweet prince. Rest in peace, sweet prince. But um, R.I.P. Oh that's the real R. case R. where a hamster doesn't kill itself. That's that's all I have on my end. I had a lot of fun doing this, honestly. One of my favorites. That's all I got. I had a lot of fun. If anyone listening uh, has similar stories from their university, institute, barracks, military housing, we are always taking submissions and we're always talking about it. Yeah. Like if if we've covered a topic like the hat man and we, you know, what what, what else have we covered? Like fucking giants of... Uh, Afghanistan, like what, what, whatever it happens to be, like if you have something that you want to share with us and you want us to read your story, uh, we will definitely keep you anonymous if you want to be. But we we welcome those stories and we definitely will read them for you on on here if you want to hear your story read to other people. Um, oh. Yeah. Uh, again, if you like the quality that we have on this episode, um, please donate to our. Uh, creators fund so to speak um that would help us out a lot um anything that we get from you guys is definitely going directly towards this podcast and upgrading equipment upgrading services etc etc so toying around with future ideas of having drunken happy hours because there's a feature on here that lets you guys come in and watch us and we're always drinking most of the time yeah 
I must oh cannot wait till I'm out of the army. Yeah, I'm jealous. <laughs> All right. Thought, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at not period a period JTAC underscore. You can find me at all lowercase letters, salty kilo. But most importantly, you can follow Department of the Dead at department underscore of underscore the underscore dead. Um, And then if you have stories that you want us to read, you can DM the Department of the Dead page. Or you can email us, preferred method, uh, at departmentofthedead2022 at gmail.com. All right. I'm going to go make some fucking pizza because I am so hungry right now. All right. Well, I had a lot of fun. I hope you guys enjoyed it too. And as always, stay spooky, bitches. Stay spooky, bitches. Sage yourself. (laughs) Sage yourselves. All right. Bye. Bye.